Welcome to the Dell Golf Podcast. My name is David Adele, and let's sit down at the workbench and talk about how we can play our best golf. Hello, welcome to the Adele Podcast. This is David Adele, and grateful you're here listening to us today. I want to talk to you about kind of a myth out there or a misunderstanding that we can't fit wedges indoors. And when I first started making wedges, I was kind of worried about that because, yeah, it, there's some stuff that we need to know, turf interactions, scenarios like that, that do make a big difference and can, you know, can help finalize it. But I think we can really do a phenomenal job indoors. And I, I kind of want to use this this podcast to talk about how we're able to do that indoors and be effective. There's varying degrees of mats out there. There's really good mats and there's hard concrete type mats. And there's, you know, people have a lot of angst against mats because, you know, we're often thrown onto them and, and uh, it's hard to, you know, you're always, everything's always a good lie there. And, and, you know, we don't have the turf to tell us we didn't, we didn't hit low point correctly, but we can do a very effective in, uh, job indoors with regards to um, iron and wedge fitting. And, you know, you can feel turf interaction with the bottom of the golf club with the right bounce. It should feel super skippy. Like when you hit the ground, it just feels fast as you go through the mat. And if you have the wrong bounce, then it'll feel really grabby and feel like it hangs up. Or if you have too much bounce, it'll feel like you almost drop kick into the ball. So, you know, mat can be often as good a, a scenario as hitting balls off the ground with a turf interaction. Does it supplant it? No, that's always good to have it. But if in lieu of not being able to do that, if uh, you can get a good fit off of mats. So with our new SMS wedges, we have a really cool process of how to do it. So what we'll do in the fitting process is we'll start off with one of our four grinds. So we have four grinds. We have a C grind, T grind, V grind, and D grind. And from the C to the D, they increase in bounce and width and different scenarios. Our C grind has a lot of bounce up front, and then it trails off in a kind of a C shape like a C. We have a T grind, which is trisole grind, which has a lot of bounce up front, like 35, but a very thin initial bounce signature. And then it, then it trails off pretty radically into the secondary grind. And then the third grind goes off the back of the golf club. So it can be laid open and, and different things done with it. And then we have the V grind, which is basically shaped like a V. It's from leading edge to the peak trail. That wedge, uh, depending you know, like in a 58, it's going to be around 21 degrees. And it has a certain amount of sole width, not too wide, not too narrow, which allows that bounce to be effective. And the D grind it'd be a, is kind of a dished out grind. So it has a lot up front and then it has a lot in the back of the dish and peak to peak is like 19 on a 58 degree wedge. So that is a compound grind. It has a lot of advantages for steeper players that need that golf club pushed out of the ground. So your C grinds to T grinds are going to be more for your unders to side unders. And as you start to move side under to side on and side cover, you're going to be in the T to V's. And then as you're steeper, you're going to have more covery. You're going to want, you know, the V to the D grind. So the way we fit in the fitting process, it's really quite simple. 
and it's very evident when you go through the process. We'll start off with a C grind. We'll put the weight in the center of the golf club, and we'll have you hit five shots. Actually, have you hit a series of shots with your personal wedge. We'll categorize that so we can cross-reference the data. We'll put the weight in the center of the golf club and have you hit five shots. We'll put the weight in the toe or heel, depending on our screen. So we're going to screen you, go through whether you're, what your arm span to height is, your lower arm to upper arm differential, your post, your external rotation of your right shoulder. And we'll look at those kind of scenarios. We'll look at your grip type. You know, if it looks really strong, we'll probably start out with weight in the heel. Because I want to feel this amazing feeling when you go from where it's wrong to where it's right. It's such a great feeling. In the middle of the golf club, you feel one thing. And then you go to the opposite end of where that person needs to be. And then when you move it to where it should be, there's that aha moment. And in that process of figuring out, and you'll see it in the data, you, you'll see it in left to right, peak height, spin, path. When you find the right weight location in the SMS wedge, then that dictates the angle of attack, right? So if I'm able to change path three or four degrees or two to five degrees with somebody, that is going to change their delivery. That's going to change whether they come in too shallow or too steep, or it's going to dictate their angle of attack. So that would make sense if we now have know what's dictating their angle of attack. Now we can effectively go into the grinds. So we start out with the weight, and we go into the grinds, and we work through the grinds until you find that there's way too much bounce, and you'll see it, you'll hear it, and you'll be able to articulate it. I don't like the way that feels going through the ground. Then we go back to where it felt the best. And one way we can figure out the bounce through an indoor fitting scenario is you can take... So how do we determine what bounce we need? One of the ways we can do it is we can simply do a simple math, and that's essentially look at the launch angle of the golf ball. You take that number and you subtract it from the true loft of the golf club. So if I have a a wedge that's launching a 58-degree wedge, 58 degrees loft, launching at 32 degrees... I take 32, subtract it from 58, and I say, I need 26 degrees of bounce on this golf club. You know, and people are like, well, that sounds like a really huge number. 26 sounds insane. Well, if you're setting up and you're taking, and the ball's launching at 32 degrees, you've just taken 26 degrees through angle of attack and lean of the golf club off of that bottom of that golf club. You have to put it back on the golf club somehow. And then we're not talking about 26 degrees of wide that means you, if you've taken that much, you know, through lean and, and angle of attack, that means you need to put something back on the bottom of the golf club that's going to offset that, or you're going to have rake. Rake is a negative angle. Nobody wants rake when they're hitting wedges. Unless you're hitting off a of concrete, it doesn't matter. So your soil type has a lot to do with the width that you're going to need. If you have wet soils, you're, you're going to want to make sure that you get the right bounce, and you're going to, you know, have to artic- talk with your, your fitter about that. If you have the ability to just hit four of our wedges on normal turf, you're going to feel that turf interaction. Which one feels the best? Which one takes that smooth, shiny divot rather than that deep one that goes below the the root zone and it's just ripping up the ground? All right. So finding the right bounce, you can do it indoors. You can feel it on a mat and you can use the diagnostic that you're using, whether it's a TrackMan flight scope or Foresight or one of the simulator scenarios. They're going to tell you what your launch angle is. And knowing that launch angle, you're going to say, well, shoot, I need 26 degrees of bounce on this 58, right? So then once you find the correct weight location for the steering force, which dictates angle of attack, now you go into the second stage, which is find the right bounce. 
And then the third step is finalizing the shaft. In our fitting system, we have 18 shafts, all categorized by gram weight, flex, and certain flight characteristics of shafts. So depending on a person's spin rate or backswing length or what have you, we're going to recommend a specific type of a shaft. You know, so I personally, when I fit, and I've had nothing but success doing it, is I base the gram weight of the shaft based on the backswing length someone has. So if you have a shorter backswing, you don't want a heavy shaft to try to accelerate in that shorter interval. You want it to be easy and proficient to move. And having a 135-gram tour issue shaft when you have a zero backswing length is ridiculous. And until you try lighter shafts, that doesn't mean you're a weaker player. It just means you accelerate the golf club in a shorter interval. You don't need a ton of shaft weight to have to try to accelerate in that interval. So you see that type of player in the 85 to 100 gram range. You know, a lot of them fall in that 95 gram to 100 gram range. As the backswing gets a little longer, you're going to see the gram weight of the shaft start to slightly increase. You'll see anywhere from 100 to 120. If the backswing's really long, you're going to see from 120 to 135, 38 grams, right? Shaft flex is dictated by amplitude, how hard you swing, how hard you hit at something. So one, we're categorizing the gram weight of the shaft based on swing length, and we're, we're calibrating the flex based on how hard you hit the golf club. So really simple process. It's just a plug and play, just like what we do with our, with our weight distribution model in the, uh, for steering force. All of our fitting system heads, we have 50, 54, 58. We can cycle between any of those heads with our four grinds. So our fitting system has 12 heads, four grinds, C, T, B, and D in the 50, in the 54, and the 58. So we can customize that weight distribution. We can customize the grind, and then we have 18 shafts that we can work between to find that optimal shaft that just makes that just a phenomenal golf club. And it doesn't take very long. I mean, you can figure all this stuff out within, you know, 25, 30, 35 minutes going through the whole process, looking at data. And that's why I like indoors often because we have the data. You know, if you fit outdoors without any diagnostic, you're just using ball flight and feel, which, you know, it does come down in the end, which club is going to feel better is going to be the right one anyway. So you're going to say this feels amazing or it doesn't. And, uh, you know, finding that perfect weight distribution, what grind you actually need for that turf interaction to offset your angle of attack and lean angles, and then finalizing it with the correct shaft. There's nothing better out there in the world. And that's why I'm so proud of this wedge, its design, the concept methodology. You know, we've always created very comprehensive fitting models so and fitting systems, most importantly, so that our fitters and our clients can try the best possible combination they can get in their hands. What else do you want out there? but to have a golf club that matches your particular body type. And we've created that. You know, I'm so proud of this wedge system. They look sexy. They perform. They have CNC machine soles, so every sole is consistent through one wedge to another. The stuff that you can do with this wedge fitting, I mean, no one's ever been able to fit a wedge like we have with this new SMS wedge fitting system. It's seamless. You know, if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem's a nail, right? So... I tried to create the most advanced wedge fitting system out there. It's hard on manufacturers like us to do that. You know, it's hard because there's so many variables. That's our niche. That's what we do is we, we don't go after the low hanging fruit and try to get you to buy a wedge you don't need. You know, 
You know, you see a big, huge trend towards high toe wedges, kind of the knockoff of a Ping I-2 having low heel, little offset, high toe. You know, our studies has showed us that people that have that kind of wedge, they tend to be under golfers. And if you're not an under golfer and you got a high toe wedge because it's popular out there, you know, Phil plays it, you're really at a disadvantage. CG moving too far out, that could be really not a good thing for your wedge game. So go through a fitting. We have fitting partners, a club champion, fitters all over the U.S. that have our SMS wedge fitting system. Go through a fit, you'll be astounded. Indoor fitting with a wedge, you're going to know exactly what you need and you're going to do it in a controlled environment and you'll get the same good feels that you would outside. I hope this helps. Hope this inspires you to want to go get a fit indoors, get a wedge fit, get a good wedge fit, and look forward to hearing your feedback. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Adele Golf Podcast. Make sure you stay tuned for more podcasts coming your way on a regular basis. Subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're interested in going through a fitting process and finding the best putter for you, head over to AdeleGolf.com. Go to the Find a Fitter tab, scroll down, and find a fitter in your state nearby. Find a putter that you know is custom fit for your best performance. That's it for today. We'll see you next time.